This is the Jared Stout Band. And this room sounds great. I fell off of it a Jared's little bit. Jared's in a writing group. <laughs> it's cute. It's cute. I found myself upon a chariot ride into military school <laughs> for the next two years of my being. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I absolutely wear overalls, almost on a <laughs> daily basis. There's a huge mountain in town called Mill Mountain, and on top of it is a massive neon star that's lit up every single night. And I put that song out and a, a video of it, and it ended up getting about 400,000 views. Well, hi, hello, welcome everybody. This is This Room Sounds Great. I'm Reese Williams. This is the Shaco Sessions podcast and joining me now live in studio. Well, it's not live when you hear it, but they're live with me now is the Jared Stout Band. And I got your name right. Yeah, you did. (laughs) I'm not going to give you grief for being tardy to the party. I just want to hear the story about why you were late. (laughs) I think I can take the reins on it. All right. Matt Matt was the driver, so (laughs) he's he's got the best view. We've got (laughs) Jared, Matt, and Robbie. This is Matt. Yeah. Um, So they were pretty zoned out, but um, it was on 81. (laughs) What is that a euphemism for, Matt? (laughs) (laughs) Well... You can put pieces together. But, okay. um, the carpet matches the drink. That's <laughs> um, my stars. <laughs> but we were just driving on 81 and um, up maybe like 100, 200 yards or so was just a giant hawk that was just flapping like in the median, the little trench. Um, so it's one of those things where you like see something and you just kind of, we were just expecting to just pass it. But all of a sudden it kind of just comes and cuts into the road. I speed up a little bit because I didn't want to crush it, but it nicks. He was not trying to hit it. He was trying to avoid it. Let's be clear. You got to take it head on. That's the safest way. Um, Like hitting uh, a deer. Exactly. I know. Mm -hmm. Um, But it it ended up nicking the back of the truck and... um, and I was just like that, and I looked in the rearview mirror and just saw this big poof of feathers. Oh, no. And then there were a bunch of cars behind us, and it just got mangled up in them. And so we kind of just pulled off and <laughs> wanted, to ma- wanted to make sure nothing happened. Thankfully, nothing happened with the car. But oh. The Dodge Ram wins. Yeah. Well, nothing nothing in most happened. Sit- to, yeah. In most situations, it does, yeah. Truck one, hawk. <laughs> Goose yeah. egg. But that was yeah. that was a fun experience. It was, oh, that man. is a valid reason for being 11 minutes behind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A whole I, 11 minutes. Wow. Yeah. We're, I, I use so. the time wisely. That's so. my favorite number. <laughs> 11? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so that's great. Well, that could be a good question. Do you have any uh, pre-show superstitions or rituals? <laughs> Super? Uh, no, no. We usually end up like circling up and talking ourselves into a frenzy and then like running onto the stage ridiculously encouraged to play music because we've gotten ourselves so hyped up just from like oh yeah and then we're gonna do this and this and so that's probably about as pre-show ritual a little trampoline on the side of the stage (laughs) jump 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 (laughs) so what have you been working on what has the landscape been like for you guys uh through covid um i guess i should introduce that your style is Appalachian, <laughs> not Appalachian. No, you got to have a twang in there. Oh, Appalachian? There you yeah. go. Appalachian, there you okay. go. <laughs> Rock. <laughs> um, what What has the landscape been, been for you for like the last 12 months? Um, I would say our saving grace for the last 12 months has definitely been uh, field parties. Uh, has kept our morale high and us, you know, playing. Are these like old-fashioned bonfires? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But, yeah. but well-produced, which is even cooler. Oh, go on. Right. 
Um, you know, we played on the back of this, what, 1940s flatbell truck. Um, and, you know, there's you, you can watch it. There's some video and stuff of us playing. And behind us is the whole valley. It's a great scene. And we got up there for, what, like 10, 15 people for the first time that they got us in. Yeah. And we en- we enjoyed it. We had a blast. Mm-hmm. And we were like, man, that's so crazy. That was, you know, wow, that was amazing. Well, like two days later, they called and they said, let's do it again. And so they did the same thing. And this time we brought lights. And um, you have to have a little ambiance. Yeah, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. you got to look a little bit better. You know, mm-hmm. the, the first night we had actual just, um, what was it, Christmas lights behind us? Mm-hmm. So yeah, we had like Christmas lights hung behind us. It's pretty towards the end there. But um, we did four shows up there each time. It was more production. And where is this? Where's the field? This was actually uh, looking, well, it's on top of Floyd County up in Floyd Mountain. Um, and what it is, is it was a, like a group of fairly wealthy people that have been scared to go out into the COVID world and they wanted to bring some entertainment. So it started out basically as, well, part of it was promotion for them selling their real estate. They wanted to have some cool footage of a band and their capture their, their whole picture. And, um, it just kind of grew. Those people have, they've, they were all very terrified to go out into public. So we, even out in this huge field, they're all 20, 30 feet apart. Aww. You've got, you know, a, a guy and his wife hanging out and, I mean, it was it was pretty cool that for that that experience was pretty magical for them. So they did. They kept bringing us back and we changed locations a couple of times and the production value kept getting bigger and bigger. What an honor. That's incredible. Good was, for you guys. Yeah, it was it was very cool to be called back continuously. And then um, Matt's fairly new uh, and he was the additive on our final show there, which was the one with G Love where, you know, okay. we were the Jared Strout and Jason Scott. man. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Just throw all the consonants together. Who cares? (laughs) Super nice guy. But uh, we got out there and— Oh, yeah, um, well, what does the G stand for in his G-love? Yeah, Mm -hmm. I almost went back on and called him B-love, but I chickened out. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. That would have been good. That would have been great. There was no transition like that quite. Um, I think by the time we did get back on and I said, oh, thanks, B-love, he was already gone. Yeah. (laughs) He was in his thing and out of there. And in addition to the shows, you guys have cut a new track. Is that right? Or well, how, how old is this one? Or how new? We've cut a new say. album. A whole new album. Um, so we have eight songs that'll come out next month. And uh, the one that we've cut most recently and we're done with is Rainbows, which is one that pretty much anybody who comes in contact with our original music is yeah. is caught up on Rainbows at some point. Can we get caught up in it real quick? Yeah, let's okay. get caught up yeah. in Rainbows. Right, here's Rainbows. Tell me why 
You guys are the first people I've had in the studio when we're recording and I play your music and you all started wiggling when you heard it. <laughs> yeah, why not? I think most people, when they hear it, they start sort of critiquing themselves, but you guys just instantly got into the rhythm of, yeah, that's us. Yeah. Let's do it. We're no, proud of we, it. We, we worked really hard on all this um, on top of the fact that uh, the guy we recorded with, Greg Bump, uh, he worked really, really hard. He put in tons of hours and he's probably made... 10, 10 to 15 copies of this song and we've all listened to it and he's grown and evolved he just he has a recording space and he had never really done like a full album and he said I want to do a full album with some people who are you know truly dedicated to doing this and we came in and did this album with him and um, he has learned and learned and learned we hit a snag and he'll he, he fixes it even if he doesn't know how to fix it he's like Tomorrow I'll have it fixed. And he will. He'll stay up till 1 a.m. and get it done. What a great partnership when yeah, you guys can been, allow each other that space. It's yeah. been pretty humbling having somebody that didn't really know us that well. And he, he's invested a lot, a lot of energy and a lot of time. And, you know, I, I'm grateful for him. It sounds great. And, yeah. yeah, you can't help but wiggle when you start hearing right. it. <laughs> right. Yeah, he put a lot of time and effort into it. Uh, a guy named Scott Elson mastered it uh, out of um, Scott Elson Studios. Uh, master and mastering. He he used to do some stuff back in the day with the Stones and all sorts of wow. the older, bigger bands. And uh, so it was really cool. We sent him rainbows just to see. It was Greg's old college buddy. And uh, he said, I love it. I want to do the whole album. Send it all. And we were like, all right, That's cool. That's incredible. <laughs> so when you perform for Shaco Sessions Live, are you playing all tra the whole new album? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll put the whole album out there for the Shaco Sessions. We're pretty excited about that. Yeah, we're excited, too. Especially now that I've heard rainbows. <laughs> and we've got other ones that are, you know, that are fun stuff. We're excited to put in that, in that Sessions moment. So normally I like to ask people what they think of the Richmond music scene probably before COVID, but you guys are from Lynchburg or Roanoke. Roanoke, mm -hmm. you're from West. What is the music scene like there? I mean, it's definitely struggling. Um, you know, we can't have any alcohol past 10 o'clock, so venues aren't wanting to really book anyone. What was it like before, though? Is it a, Does it have a thriving music scene? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, we're hopping. I mean, we've got one, two, three, four, five easy staples of music that see um, national touring acts come through on a regular basis. Yeah, I mean, it's that I-81 corridor, so pretty much anyone traveling, you know, you can pop off on a Thursday night and stop in Roanoke and play your show and get your hotel and your beer's paid for and <laughs> carry on. Carry on. Bada boom, bada bing. Yeah. Bada boom, bada bing. <laughs> so we, do. We, we get a nice little collection of, of, you know, some national touring acts that roll through. And our local scene's happening. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, you know. Lots of cool creative artists. There is. There is. And Jared, you write everything for the band? Yeah, I do. Um, for everything that you hear on this album. And um, now we're starting to kind of... Uh, blossom into writing a lot of stuff together as the band. But, you know, I, I only write the the core piece of it. So I write, you know, the lyrics and my rhythm guitar. Everybody else in the band writes their own parts. Oh, wow. So Robbie wrote his part, Joey on drums, Fantastic. Matt's got his parts. So everything is written individually. And the guy on the album is a, a young young kid on lead guitar named Isaac Haddon. And uh, he, he wrote all those on the fly right there. So. Are you a dedicated writer or is it just when it hits you, when you hear something, you jot it down? When it hits me and I hear something, I jot it down. But I have to force myself to write always because that's an important thing to do. So I'm in this little group 
where I write weekly. Um, I fell off of it a Jared's little bit. Jared's in a writing group. <laughs> it's cute. It's cute. The Appalachian Writers Club. Yes. Um, <laughs> so people, you can do music, you can do poetry, whatever it is, but there's a topic every week and you have to do something. That just keeps your juices flowing. Well, it's a muscle. It really is. Yeah. I mean, the more you do it, even if eight or nine out of everything is crappy, I mean, the one thing is gold is great just from the habit mm-hmm. of doing it. Exactly. And of course, Matt's Matt's done a lot of a different music scene than I guess the rest of us have because uh, he's he's the young gun. He's in the college deal. He has another band that he plays with that runs a ton of classic rock. And so he's done a whole nother scene of Blacksburg that the only reason I've seen it is because of him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and do you get to Richmond often? Uh, yeah, well, I actually grew up here. Mm-hmm. I lived here for... All my tw- all twenty three years. Come um, back. Yeah, I know. We'll see. But um, I just graduated from Virginia Tech mm-hmm. in, this, in the winter. Um, and the other band, how often do you guys get together and perform? Um, once a month or so. Yep, we just just a cover band, just okay. friends. Yeah. So it's it's fun though. It's a, I love playing a bunch of different styles. So it's definitely a good sep- a separation from what we do here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're relatively new to the group, but what do you guys do to? Um, I'll use your word. What do you guys do to zone out? Like, what do you guys do for fun to keep you, you know, just not in the zone too long? Well, Jared and I, we spend a lot of time together doing these duo shows and things like that. That's one way we've stayed afloat during this COVID atmosphere. We can go play these duo shows and things like that, and it's still affordable. We can still keep it all safe. So he and I spend a lot of time in a car just driving. Just driving. <laughs> and it, Hitting hawks, you know. Yeah, hitting yeah. hawks. I mean, we do. It, that's how we built our relationship. We didn't know each other really before we started playing. So our relationship has literally been built hanging out in a car, pilot list, and co-pilot. Yeah, listening to music, talking when, about it. When we're as, when we're a band together, um, you know, we're not just a, a a group that meshes in a musical fashion. We all mesh together on the idea of our personalities. So you know, we'll go spend whole weekends together and. We don't really do anything in particular other than talk and goof off with each other and decide we're going to go on some type of adventures. So, you know, we're kind of like pirates of the world when we all get together <laughs> and we just kind of... Appalachian pirates? Yes, Appalachian pirates. <laughs> and we... Uh, are. <laughs> no, that's great because, I mean, those relationships are important because if you do hit discord or if there is something to be worked out, you have that mutual respect and mm-hmm. you assume Absolutely. the best about each other instead of, hey, this person is out to get me or they're only looking out for themselves. So those right. dynamics are incredibly important. That's really cool to hear that you have it. Yeah, it's, it's it's very important. And then like, you know, you get stuck with your with your boys mm-hmm. out on the road and there's absolutely nothing around you. You're not going to be bored. You guys are going to find a way to have a good time. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I grew up with, you know, four TV channels. So I don't need much to find something to entertain <laughs> myself with. So like it's it's definitely doable. Jared's in the corner talking to himself, answering himself. I mean, oh, not absolutely. that intense. It's close to that. <laughs> <clears throat> what uh, what was your first instrument, Jared? Uh, the drums, if <laughs> my voice doesn't count. <laughs> you know, not I've I've been singing since I was a tiny tyke. In underwear and cowboy hat playing old time rock nice and roll. Nice visual. There's the cover for your new album. Well, there is a video of it somewhere. Uh, I haven't found it. My mom knows where it is. But she's I, saving that for your wedding day. Or she's something. afraid I'll destroy it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know she's got like this little <laughs> clip of just 
Oh, man. Gyms. Yeah, <laughs> gyms, as they call them. Tidy um, whiteys and cowboy boots. Yes. Yeehaw. Hey, there's worse. But, um, you know, I, I picked up drums in third grade. I, I liked rhythm. And that's what I was drawn to learning to play before guitar or anything else. And I played that all the way through halfway through high school and then um, or right before high school. And then I got I was I should <laughs> I got shipped off. Now, <laughs> <laughs> I was asked to leave. I found myself upon a chariot ride into military school <laughs> for the next two years of my being. And uh, that time in military school, I taught myself to play guitar because it was you couldn't have drums. I was going to say it's a little more transportable. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. Robbie, what about you? Drums also. Oh. Um, I think I was seven and my mom's girlfriend had a drum set set up at her house and she would put headphones on me oh. and I would listen to like Boz Skag records and I couldn't even hear myself. I had no idea what <laughs> I was doing, but I would. I'd beat the crap out of those things and listen to these records. And then... Um, then when my stepfather came into the picture, I wasn't really allowed to play any music. So oh, all instruments no! all instruments went oh, away. He was the footloose of of musical instruments. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So Okay, and then you came back around, you saw the light. Um part of just um well right when I was coming up as a teenager, Blues Traveler came out. Mm. I was amazed by John Popper's harp work and mm-hmm. um that kind of hooked me and I decided I wanted to learn to blow harp. And I sounded like crap for four years and carried one in my pocket everywhere and mm-hmm. played in the car. Here and comes that guy. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> as long as you know how to play. Wah, 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 yeah. wah. <laughs> uh, we definitely have some stereotypes as harmonica players we have to, we have to work <laughs> sure. out. But Are you still wearing overalls or no? Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I absolutely wear overalls almost on a daily Often. basis. Don't let this shirt fool you. <laughs> and Matt, what was your first <laughs> instrument? Um, well, I grew up. With piano. My grandma played piano. Matt was highbrow, you guys. <laughs> While was. you were banging around on yeah. pots and pans, he yeah. had a Steinway I would home. sit down on the other side of the piano bench and just sit next to her and watch her play, and I just watched her and then decided to take lessons really early on, probably from like 5 to 13, I p- took piano. Which is still percussion. Absolutely. We have, we it have is. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's right. Mm-hmm. Ding, yep. ding, um, and then I developed... I feel like I developed my music taste from my parents. My mom gave me all of her like record collections. What she have? What Zeppelin, mm. Stones, all that kind of stuff. So I wanted to good woman. I wanted to play the songs I listened to, which is what a lot of people like to do. So I picked up guitar and I took a bunch of classes in high school, and then um, kind of played guitar and evolved to bass. So um, yeah, and then my dad had a um, so piano, guitar, bass, nice. <laughs> yeah, and uh, my dad bought a. Stratocaster in 88 and he's kept it all this time and um that was that's pretty much my first instrument was that guitar wow yeah so very fortunate for that very yeah and i still play it it's nice to hear that you are grateful for it yeah it's a multi-instrumentalist group for sure if we wanted to we could all shuffle to something (laughs) different and still play the same song yeah i think the core is that we're all we've all been drummers at some point every person in the band has been a drummer a little birdie told me you guys may have a great story about a celebrity you may have missed a celebrity oh that's brushed elbows with that's this one right here he He's he he just was speaking about that in particular celebrity. In fact, when you were zoning out, yeah, no, I've I've had some cool experiences opening for you know much larger acts and stuff, but um, I guess with uh, well, I guess one of the, 
one of the coolest. I, we'll go with that one. Um, I got to play the main stage of Floyd Fest and open up for Emily Lou Harris. Oh. Incredible opportunity, but right before us was Jerry Douglas and, and the Earls of Leicester. And if anyone knows about Jerry Douglas and the Earls of Leicester, he's an incredible, incredible dobro player, world class. So, Explain the dobro. Um, uh, <laughs> flat top guitar, he played with the slide. Ooh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's incredible. Plays played with people like Allison Krauss, and you know, just he's world class, absolutely. So he op- he was before us, and then we were going to open for Emily Lou Harris. And so we're sitting backstage, nervous, and Jerry Douglas walks up to me right after his set, and he says, um, so we warmed him up for you, boy. And I looked at him, and I wanted to vomit. Like, <laughs> I was so nervous at that point to have someone like that tell me. And I don't think he, he wasn't trying to be a jerk. He no, was he no, was no. being sweet. But, man, it, it like, I felt my stomach turn. So I'll go with that you story. You almost got puke on your overalls. Uh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> and it was. That was a pretty humbling experience. I bet. I guess the Floyd Fest is a good place for that. I almost met yeah. um, Lauren Hill, but she kicked everybody out. <laughs> so, <laughs> we were sitting there side stage, about to be like, "Hello, Miss Hill," and they and they come in, and these two big security guards come in. And they go, "Everybody's got to leave." We're like, "Oh, okay. Well, they said we could be here. No, everybody leaves." We're like, Okay, you know, so we walked around. They kicked everybody yeah, she out for her to get on stage. I've, I've heard she's a bit persnickety. Yeah, a wee bit. It's all right. She's got a you reputation know. for being particular. Yeah, yeah. That's, she's talented. She's teach, talented. Teach your own. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What would you say uh, Roanoke is known for? Roanoke is known for? God, I think I think trains was the whole big thing in Roanoke. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm originally from Blacksburg. And so we've got Virginia Tech and the Hokies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roanoke's known as the Star City because um, we have this huge Ooh, mountain here's there. Here's our history lesson. Mm-hmm. Go. Yes. Um, there's a huge mountain in town called Mill Mountain, and on top of it is a massive neon star that's lit up every single night. What color? Um, they change colors. Uh, a lot of times it's red, white, and blue. It, it's pretty neat how they've been able to do it, depending on, um, you know, sometimes when they're in you know, remembrance of certain events, so like they'll turn a deep red and things like that. It's pretty cool. But it's part of my family actually built that star. So I have a pretty large, like, I got a little bit of heritage there. You got the some star. roots there, Robbie. I do have roots. Mm-hmm. I, got roots. I, I pledge allegiance roots. to the star <laughs> that sits on the top of Mount... Mill Mountain. Mill uh, Mountain. Top Mount of Mount Mill. Mill. Mount Mill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we man. are so looking forward to having you guys perform. Oh, it's going to be a blast. In a few weeks. That's going to be great. We're, now, how many people? Is it just the three of you? No, no, no there's five of us total. Okay. So uh, Taylor... McCoy plays lead, and Joey Ballard plays drums, and um, they stay behind today. Did they so stay behind to take care of the hawk? Is that why they're not here? <laughs> Possibly. Well, you know, we told them to go searching for it and see yeah. if they could, you know, not much do to something. For anymore, they're picking up all the feathers off of Say some 64. words. I, yeah. I do have this. I can picture Joey, like, trying to resuscitate this hawk. I can literally, oh, I, te- I can visualize this. with. His, he said, I he, text- he, he did. He, he texted back in the group message. He's like, I'm sorry you guys had to see that. Yeah, I was, that was like, kinda, yeah, man, it's, it's tough. You've got a sensitive soul then, huh? Oh, absolutely. Joey is. Joey's very He's sensitive. He's sweet. He's awesome. And he's also one of the guys that just any instrument he picks up mm-hmm. is just yeah. astounding. It's just gold. I mean, he can, he can play it all. So I've known people like that. He he has played. He's played keys. He started out playing keys, mm-hmm. um, and then he moved into a little bit of bass. We well, opened, that's what it's all about, right? 
um, the base. It's all about that base. All about the base. Um, and then we we opened up for Phil Vassar, and he played lead guitar for Phil in, uh, for that. And then he went back to the drums. And I think one time he was playing bass, and I handed him my guitar, and I said, I need a break. And so he played the front man as well at some point. <laughs> so, I, you know, he's very talented. That is amazing. <laughs> yeah. We heard a little snippet of Rainbows. Um, would you prefer I play home or glass ceilings? Oh my God. <laughs> glass okay, so check it out. Oh. You're on you're on Jared Stout yes. right there. Yes. So that is me personally. There is the Jared Stout band. Oh. So before anything got going, uh. all right, mm-hmm. home is on there. This is the whole reason that the Jared Stout band exists. Okay. You can't even say your yeah, own. You I know, I can't even say my own. How do you want G Love to, to remember it? <laughs> terrible. <laughs> but um so I wrote a song about Blacksburg mm-hmm. because I was moving away. And uh, I moved to Colorado for a little bit. And I put that song out and a a video of it, and it ended up getting about 400,000 views. And it was circled all around the world with uh, Virginia Tech graduates and things like that because it reminded them of being in Blacksburg. And that gave me a ton of attention and a ton of motivation. And I started getting all these offers, you know, hey, come play here, come play here. But it's just me. You know, so a lot of people, you'd show up and you'd play something and there would be a ton of people, but they get disinterested because it's just you. And so I started bringing on different people and trying to find a band and that became that long process. And that's where we're here. So what you're listening to there is Just Me Acoustic. And then the other one is a hip hop. (gasps) The other one is hip hop glass ceilings. Uh, My cousin, Jason Diggs, is a fantastic lyricist rapper. Mm-hmm. He raps on that, and I actually I I sing the hook for this song, "Glass Ceilings," and I have a I have a brief rap piece in there. This is great. Your cheeks are pink it is too, gold. by the way. It's I gold. love this. It's gold. It's a I great song. So this isn't the Jared Stout band, however. No. This is an early project. <laughs> yes. Cool. Cool. I love this look. He had no millions that he could give me, and we had them feelings when we was chilling. My pops gave me the game. He said, if you want it bad enough, then you'll make a change. Cause in the end, ain't none of my networks gonna boost your net worth. So you better go after it like a king. I took it in. If opportunity knocks, you know I book it then. I lost jobs, thought I lost my mind. I'm watching a sucker make it. They sucking up to the boss. I'm thinking, why did I hustle? How I make it this far? I get involved, I'm busting your lamb chops for the top Heart beating through my chest, King Kong Looking at glass ceilings, getting way too familiar Keys open doors for gin pop and dealers But real talk, I can't stress that beat Cause they ain't made it through these tests like me I keep it moving Nice. We'll have to see if we can get Jason Diggs on the show, huh? Um, Jay, Jason's Jason, my cousin. He's he, he's great, but he 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 called me up and wanted me to sing that, and I was immediately just yes, please. And um, on the way into our I think our second studio session, I wrote a bridge like breakdown rap verse for it. And he let me put it in there. And I was can we, blown away. Can we play that tonight? Can we do glass ceilings? <laughs> you want to play glass You can, you I don't, can do I don't it at Sessions live as well. <laughs> yeah. Call him Full in. Band. It's your show. It's whatever you like. We're, we're, we're totally happy to be doing this. We're ecstatic to come out here and play in this studio and rock out yeah. and, um, you know, get 
something out here in this Richmond area where we can, you know, sure. show people that, hey, we like to party and we don't suck. You know, that's on the, that's on our book anymore. That's another good thing about us. Yeah. We don't suck. It's very, very. Actually, <laughs> actually, guys, I suck and blow. I'm a harmonica player. That's, that's right. He Damn it. Blows, the so harmonica uh... player sucks and blows, but that's okay. The rest of us are great. <laughs> You're going to be big, I can tell. I can tell. <laughs> uh, we're and, you know, and, and some bands just need to be seen live. I mean, I can't tell you how many people in doing yeah. my research beforehand, I hear them on Spotify. I'm like, okay, I've got them figured out. I, and then I hear them when they actually do the show. And there's so many dimensions and I'm swooning and I'm, it's, you just got to get in front of people. It's so hard to transfer what you do live into a studio it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what producer you work with or anything you do. Um, your raw emotion on stage is is a whole mm -hmm. different thing compared to, you know, what you're doing. You know, we could record the EP and then record the EP as a live album as well. And people will like either album on their own accord because they're going to feel one or the other. Mm -hmm. That is truth. So. All right. Well, thank you, gentlemen, for coming in. Thank this you. Is thank the, you so much for the having The Jared us. Stout Band. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Killing Hawks since 2021. <laughs> <laughs> Jared like the jewelry store, stout like the beer, band like you listen to. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to like us, follow us, and subscribe to us on all the usual suspects. And also be sure to tune in every Tuesday night at 7.30 p.m. to Shaco Sessions Live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. That's a wrap. This episode of This Room Sounds Great was recorded and mixed by Matthew Mixes.